Welcome back to another day of trading on Dynasty Wall Street, where every week we take three players and react to their value using the Dynasty Trade Calculator. Now, let's go down to the floor with our traders, Russ Fisher, John Bosch, and Kane Fassell. Welcome back, everybody, to another day of trading on the floor of Dynasty Wall Street. Russ and John here to expertly analyze the Dynasty Trade Calculator and use its brilliant output to create some trades, evaluate some trades, think about players, think about players' values, and lists of many, many other things I wish I had in mind just to keep this intro even longer because just seeing John's face is one of the few joys I get in my day of just making him wait. So Russ, your team is doing well, better than expected. You came into the season Sitting on so the we bench, start with quarterback, and John sure. has quarterback, so John goes first. Not sure first, where John? you were going to be. Like, you had <laughs> one good quarterback. You didn't really have a good quarterback, too. You, you had, you know, some aging wide receivers like Thielen, uh, you know. But you had some other good players, too. But your lineup's been doing well. So you're in first or second. You know, you're, what, 6-1, and 5-2. and two. Maybe you're 7-0. and oh. But you've been getting by. <laughs> Getting by at that QB2 spot. You've been playing Tyrod Taylor, Josh Dobbs, um, you know, that that kind of quarterback. And it feels very, very temporary. Just saying, some people play this way. And this is the time of year now where, okay, eventually you have to make that decision. If if you're if you've done well enough through the first half of the regular season, now is the time, right? Like maybe I don't feel comfortable <laughs> continuing yep. to start. Josh Dobbs, because eventually it's probably going to be Kyler Murray, it looks like. You know, Tyrod Taylor's probably not the starting quarterback for the Giants the remainder of the year. Um, although the offense did seem to look better with him, right? Uh, you know, nonetheless, like you've been getting by with that type of quarterback. So yep. basically replacement level, treading water. You wanted to see how your team was going to go. Shaping up well. Sometimes the year picks you and you don't pick the year. You've got your first round pick. Now is the time to spend it, right? To go get that quarterback for the rest of the year. I'm not going to bring a quarterback. I'm bringing that first round pick, which is worth 14 and a half. And I want to know what you would give that first round pick up for when you're in this situation and you're shopping for a quarterback. Or you could do the reverse and say you're the one that has these these quarterbacks on your roster and you're not competing. This is the this is the team you want to seek out to try and get that first out of them. So Kirk Cousins comes in at a 23.2. That is the clear tier break in quarterback because the first round pick, a late first round pick in this point, is a 14. You're thinking it's a late first rounder because, like I've said, we've set this up that you you outperformed over the first seven weeks. But your team could be an actual contender, maybe, <laughs> with a, a step up at that second QB spot. So I'm going to ask you some names, and I want to know, would you give your 24 first in this, in this situation, or I guess in any situation other than this, too, um, for this quarterback? So we're going to go down the list. Again, I said Kirk Cousins and everybody above him, way too pricey. You're going to have to pay more. But what about Sam Howe? Oh, you, you, I mean, you start right at, at the at the heartstrings on that one. I, I want to believe Sam Howell is for real. And he's 
Well, the young. team is doing okay. He's doing well enough. Yeah. I think I'm going to say no. I think I'm going to keep my first over Howell right now. I think he's I think he's one I might go target just because he does have the possible upside of youth. And as you see, when yeah. we get through the rest of this list, what you're going to see uh, is it's not great after that. He's got the <laughs> he's got that upside of youth. So he might not just be for this year or next year. Um, some so, of the guys on the list. Sam Howell right now, points per game, is QB 15. That's, And the thing is, like he's around there. It, it's not anything crazy. He does have a 30-point game and a 6-point game. But otherwise, he's scoring around that 20 points of what he's averaging. I changed my answer. I, I would give up my first for that. I mean, that's what you want out of your QB, too. Like, you feel real good if you're getting 20 points a week out of your QB, too. Um I feel better if it's out of a starter that I think the organization has some investment in. Yes. Like yeah. not Josh Dobbs, not Tyron Taylor. Yeah. Right. Those guys are getting those points too, but I, I'm feeling less and less certain about how long I'm going to be able to continue to start them. They served their purpose for my team. They got me to the point where I have seen what my team can be. If I have a quarterback scoring 20 points a week and that's in that QB two slot. <laughs> So I'm going to go get that quarterback. All right. So I, I would give it for Hal. Um, well, and also, next... like, they're doing too well to get a top-tier quarterback in the draft. So, like, there's yeah. a very good chance Sam Howell is still there, dude, next year. So, yeah, reaffirm. I I, I pick Sam Howell. 35-year-old Matthew Stafford. I wish he was doing better. <laughs> but the answer is still yes. Um, he's He's doing pretty well. Yeah, he's he's my he's a little he's at seventeen point nine points per game. Um, again, trade out we do a little bit more for yards. Um, now he has Cooper Cup back too. So yeah, but it, it still hasn't really changed much. He and the thing again, he that's what he's scoring. He hasn't had a spike week, which is still weird to me, because they go for a ton of yards and don't throw a lot of touchdowns. So the answer is yes. I would give up a twenty four first at this point that is going to be a competing one to go get Matt Stafford. I, just, I think I, I would. I think I would too, but that that's one that I feel, uh, yes. I really better feel good. And I really hope he does have some of those 300 yard, three touchdown weeks yeah, along, yeah. along the way as we ride this out for the rest of this year. Yeah. Um, because every off season is going to be a, is he going to Yeah. Yep. Very much. And I might, you might get another year or two out of him after this. There, there's definitely a possibility of that, yeah. but the, this is one where you're investing solely for the next, uh, what, like nine weeks, 10, nine to 10, 12 weeks, whatever the, uh, however long we have left, uh, yeah, seven, seven, eight weeks plus playoffs. So yeah, yeah, you know, that's, I, I, I probably really want to see if I can get Sam Howell first yes. or if I can get Stafford for like, two seconds or yes. maybe like um somebody some other player that's hurt plus a second something like that yep uh i feel really challenging to give up my first for stafford all right speaking of tyrod taylor what if would you give it for daniel jones how long when how far are we into his uh injury and when should he be back um it, he's uh he has the ability to possibility i should say to play this week okay. uh, will it happen who knows but like it's it's not ruled out yet. It's not like he's going to be gone for the next three weeks or something like that. So, but no, 
No, not anymore. Wow. I don't know that I was ever wanting to give a first form, and I, I'm probably still there. Um, but I, if he was my last option and I had gotten turned down for everybody else, I would probably eventually give it. He's going to be the last one that I go looking for. I would, I would rather have Stafford if I'm going to invest my yes. first. I'd rather have Stafford. I think Stafford has the higher weekly upside. Um, higher floor than, than Dan Jones does. Russell Wilson. I don't have him on any of my teams. He's QB 14 points per game, 19.5-ish. Yeah. He has scored less than that for the past two weeks. No. I Again, like, I think of that like you just thought of Daniel Jones. Like, yeah. Trying if to acquire it's literally my only move, and I'm going to probably be without a second QB if I was stringing those backups... Yeah, I, I would do it, but I wouldn't like myself for it. I'd probably do it at this point. Um, I might I, It might be send an offer to the Daniel Jones manager and the Russell Wilson manager. And whoever's, whoever selects it first, <laughs> I guess that would be the one that's the Take second the choice last out of one your on hands. my list. I love it. Yeah, like I don't really, I don't really want to invest the first to either of them. But I mean, that's, I think that's the fair price. Like you're you're not getting them for less. I, I think the right way to do it is a player in a second, yep. um, because that sometimes can be a little bit more appealing to people when there's a name to something. Uh, next next player, Derek Carr, and we'll double up here. Derek Carr and Geno Smith. Nope. Would you give a first to eat for either of them? Nope. Uh, Derek Carr looks like Saints. Derek Carr looks like Colts. Matt Ryan. He's yeah, that's a pretty fun. good analogy. He's done of course it's great for alvin Kamara right now which is sure is <laughs> I, I i was setting up the slide deck for the fantasy cares sfb wrap-up show we do and alvin Kamara was the highest scoring running back i almost listed him as the highest scoring wide receiver because he had 12 receptions <laughs> he, he's like, doing well all right ridiculous. um let's Gino hit doing it. let's hit a couple of slightly younger guys um kenny pickett and mac jones I was not giving a first for them in general. Like Mac Jones for like 20 seconds in the non-point scoring season. Do you think, you're, do you, do you Bryan, think your quest to add a quarterback to your to this roster that we talked about is going to be successful then? Or you just think you're gonna you think you're gonna play a few more weeks and see if you can keep rolling by uh with some filling guys? Maybe maybe give Zach Wilson and well, see, here's Yay. the thing. Because we're talking about a first is really why it's so hard to really do this. Because, like you said, there's other ways to, like, are you giving a first for Mac Jones or Derek Carr or Gino Smith? I really don't want to, but if I can do two seconds, there's a chance I'd rather do that over what player can I get for this first that will probably score close enough and I'll feel better about them being in my super flex spot. Like... You can give a late first and get a Derrick Henry uh, out in Kamara. That, 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 hey, I have running back today, sir. We'll transition to running. List the players I have, because maybe yeah. I listed all of this in a very similar fashion as well. We'll, we'll transition to running back here uh, when we're done with quarterbacks. I apologize. So, yeah, I mean, I, uh, I'm torn because this is the time where I would probably be tempted to overpay. 
But when I look at some of the options, oh man, it gets so bad. Yeah, quarterback just like, ain't it this year. I mean, there it, it is. It, it it does seem to be worse. Like the actual scoring you're getting from it. I've had a lot of weeks where, where I've played a Brian Hoyer or something like that, and I've gotten that single digits out of my quarterback two spot. It hurts. It hurts. As somebody who's who's always operated under the Oh, it's a quarterback. They're going to get me 20 points. Yep. Like, <laughs> and it's been pretty successful for a while. It is, uh, it's coming back to bite me uh, in some places this year. I am curious. One other name on the list that we've seen score some fantasy points in the last few weeks. He's lower on the list value wise. Okay. Desmond Ritter. Yo, he's n- not terrible. Like it's, it's I mean, so much easier in Scott Fishbowl where floor, there's no the, negatives. The, the floor has been raised from terrible to not terrible. I, that's a big deal for him. Like his past three games are all over. Well, no, 29, 22 and 16. Um, he, he comes in as that like serviceable QB two though. He's yeah. He's uh, QB 19, 17.3 points per game. Again, I'm not giving a first for him because Definitely he's really not. not the answer in Atlanta so that he could be replaced at any given time. But, like, I love that the pass catchers there now are alive again. That That's more of what well, I'm happy about with Desmond. Kind Ritter. of. Did you see the catch from Pitts where it was, like, three feet behind him and he just reaches out his left hand and one hand snags it? Like, from all, behind all him. I just heard about Pitts caught the ball. Oh, I... <laughs> that level like he's running across the field wide open and if Ritter puts it in front of him he then continues to run probably look up the highlight it's uh it's everything the reason that I think Kyle Pitts should be a very good tight end (laughs) and at the same time it is everything for the reason that why he is not scoring a lot of points as a nine-year Mike Evans rosterer I do not expect yards after the catch. So, all right. Um, Desmond, I would not give my first for him, but he is nope. one that I might kick the tires a little bit. Uh, the person that has him might be seeing this as an opportunity to not have him anymore. Most likely. Um, because they've probably watched his score on a weekly basis and it's usually not very good, but it has been decent and, you know, decent right now at your QB two slot is pretty good Yep. because like Russ said, maybe the play is to not worry about putting a quarterback in that QB or that super flex spot. Maybe it is to put a running back there. Let's not, let's not talk about adding for a first. What about your late first and second? Same situation because I play running backs. I play running backs even way riskier than I do quarterbacks. I mean, you and I manage some teams together. Mm-hmm. there's one that like we looked every week for several weeks, like who are we starting <laughs> at running back? It's, it's ugly when Camaro was on uh suspension and it's just like, okay, we'll, we'll just like throw any, whatever we have to in there. Um, yep. Eventually I, it, because I'm pretty adamant. I am not going to invest. I'm not going to look around for a trade for a running back early. Now we're at that point. Like we traded for Aaron Jones in that league today. Like, yes, we added Aaron Jones. Now is the time, you know, we added a little running back depth there. Oh, um, man. We got so old in that trade. Yes. 
Yes, adding Adam Thielen also did not help our average age on that roster. It is it is ugly, um, but that's all right. It is what it is. Uh, the the team is in first place and it's scored the most points in the league, despite playing pretty off. I, I think we have Christian McCaffrey and Kamara now, but like yep. for a while we were struggling to get by. Now we're looking pretty good, and now we have a now we have a third running back, Aaron Jones. Sounds um, like you're good at this game. <laughs> It's almost like running backs are just brutal. Okay, so nonetheless, maybe you're looking for that running back now. So you're looking, you've got your first and a second. First and a second is where we're going to start. That comes in at 17 and a half. You're going to give that for Alvin Kamara. He's the first. Well, actually, let's start at DeAndre Swift. Would you give that for DeAndre Swift? Mm -hmm. He is slightly above this value on the calculator. I think I would too. Yeah, Yeah, I I mean... Oh, and it's, it really helps that I was ready for this before the season. It's not like something I had to come to terms with that. The fact that he's good, like I was ready for him to be good. And then of course, week one crushed my soul a little bit, but like, no, yeah, I'm in on this. I paid a first, a 24 first for him in the non-point scoring season. So I'm ready to do a first and a second now easily. Oh, I definitely did not pay that. For Most people did not. I got weird looks. Um, no, I'm, I'm, I don't usually plant flags, but this is what I'm going for. Yeah. And I mean, again, I will preface this entire conversation with the answer is always no, don't pay anything for a running back. Go get a wide receiver and just figure out how to pick up a running back. Uh, Get Deonta Foreman. Like, you know, go do that instead. He's the RB1 because Kamara was the wide receiver one. Oh, my God. Are you serious? (laughs) Uh, Well, technically, Uh, Kamara and. Yes, yes, yes. I gotcha. So, I mean, like, that's, that's the overall suggestion. Yes. The answer is no, don't invest in running back. But, you know, if you are going to, these are what you can maybe spend on. Um, I probably would spend it on DeAndre Swift. I don't feel terrible about that. I think there is some future to it. Um, And I think he will outscore some wide receivers as well. So at this point now, I really do start to think about my my actual starting lineup. How many points can I score? Do I have a high enough ceiling? to win the championship because a lot of times you do need those ceiling weeks during the playoffs. And that does come from running backs oftentimes. So this is where I will start to be a little bit against my rule of never invest in running back. All right. Next one is Kamara. Would you give a first and a second for him? The only reason I say no at this point. We're we're talking PPR. Of course. (laughs) What happens if they change to Jameis? Uh, and they uh, should. I mean, they should. I don't know what happens. I, I think Kamara is still involved. Oh, he's absolutely still um, involved, but there's no way he's getting 12 catches in the game. Like I wouldn't, I, I honestly wouldn't say I, I would not have thought that he was going to get this many catches in a game at all. With no, I, I'm taking so, a huge L on Kamara right I now. I can't say that he wouldn't, I can't say that he wouldn't get these catches with Jameis. It's probably less likely. It's not impossible. I mean, this it's works. Not, it, is it is It is a successful way for them to move the ball down the field. If people are going to play a defense where they basically try to take away deep shots to Alave, you know, Michael Thomas, if they try and take that away, what's going to be left is dumping it off to Kamara. And if you can do it over and over, if you have that discipline, which is probably not Jameis's strong suit, but if he gets out there and like Kamara's wide open in front of him, seven yards, and all he has to do is flick his wrist a little bit to get it to him. Like, even as Jameis wants to chuck the ball, 
it's going to be hard to, it's got to be hard to just say, okay, I'm just going to throw it in double coverage anyways. Yeah. Even no, though he might, right. <laughs> he the might, answer, but like, the answer should be yes. So I, I, I would give it for Kamara too. Um, and in, in most of these trades so far, like, I don't care about the second. That's fine. Like that's probably, really that's just, that's my added, Hey, I'm going to overpay in the season is yep. what it is. I could have gotten all these guys for a first before the season, but Hey, they're healthy now. They're scoring points. Now I know where my team is. I know where my first is Yep. the price that I pay for that extra knowledge is my second. Okay. Yep. Who cares? Like, thanks. <laughs> thanks for doing business. Derek Henry. No. All right. Yeah. Now we're going to drop it down to just a single first. Cause now we're kind of below that range of where you have to throw in that second. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson. Nope. Joe Mixon. Nope. Uh, last one. We'll throw Brian Robinson on there. Though I do oh. love that he's doing pretty well. I, I don't think I give a first for him. I'm not really, not really I sure. I would for Mixon from that list. Stevenson and Robinson, I don't think I would. Mixon I, Mixon, I think I would just because he still has, you know, basically nothing else around him. I mean, running back-wise. Obviously, yeah, they yeah. have <laughs> – take a breath. Uh, obviously, there's other weapons on that offense. But running back-wise – Gibson I think it. he's, yeah, it's pretty much him. I mean, obviously I'd much rather give a second for just about anybody else, including Aaron Jones and the likes of that, or at this point, you have to form until, you know, well, I wouldn't give a second for form, but you know, playing that giving, if I would have had to give a third, if I had to have a starter and you know, somebody else beat me to the waiver wire and picked up Dante Foreman, fine, take my third. Congratulations. Yep. You did waivers. I didn't. Yep. Um, <laughs> all right. Constant. So that's, that's running back. What do you got next? So wide receiver, I want to talk about the guy doing better than the guy I want to do, uh, that, that I want to do well on that team. And that that's Christian Kirk, who, man, teams are just blanketing Calvin Ridley, and he's not getting out. And people just don't care to defend Christian Kirk, I guess. So he's been a PPR, very good scorer guy, because I'm a wordsmith. Um, Christian Kirk is worth 16.9 points in the calculator, which comes in at a late first and late second. So again, you're a competing team. You have your first and second. Um, and the first and second is 17.5. So it's a little bit of an overpay, but I wasn't going to put this to a mid first because that's too easy of a no. So Christian Kirk, who is... Scoring is a top 20 wide receiver very easily. I don't remember the exact number that he was, but he's in that glut of wide receivers that is you're going to put in your lineup every week. He's wide receiver 22 with about 15 points per game. And that's with 1.9 points in the very first game. So it's closer to like 16, 17. So he's, you're, he's in your lineup every week, and you seem to feel good about it every single week. Do you give your first and second for him? So I don't, but I only don't because I know what I think I can get for a first and not have to add the second in. The, I mean, maybe you're given that second because you think you have a bunch of future years of Kirk. If I'm giving up these picks, I am only giving up these picks at this point for production and I only care about the production over the next 10 weeks. Yes. So 
I am spending my capital on somebody else. Um, and I only know this because I've started to look at <laughs> look at those bad teams in my leagues that are 0 and 7, 1 and 6. Um, who can I send my first for? And why is this guy on their roster still? Yep. Like, and so I, I've started to kind of get a gauge on who I think I can get for the wide receivers that I want to slot into my lineup. And I think they're better than Christian Kirk. So if you were to just take the second out, let's say you can get Kirk for late first, which I imagine you probably can. Does that really change much? I think that's fair. I mean, to me, it actually, in, in this case, it does only because I, the, the first is what I would be shopping first. I and still think I'm going to get, <laughs> I still think I'm going to get better than Kirk. So he's not going to be my top trade target. Okay. And I am going to have other options that I would feel more comfortable burning my first on knowing that I am losing future production, but because I want higher upside production over the next 10 weeks. All right. Well, I grabbed, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of with you. Would I do it in a pinch if I had to? Like, I mean, I just traded Christian Watson for Christian Kirk and Curtis Samuel. And I feel like that's kind of mm -hmm. close enough to this. It's a pivot. Yeah. Um, Samuel's been plenty good. <laughs> exactly. And, like, and it's not a team that's quite sure. contending. So, like, I just, I need points. I don't really care about next year because I don't have my first right now. Um, so, I got a small list. It's a couple of players, all of which are not young and all of which are scoring points. And it is Chris Godwin, Christian Kirk, Terry McLaurin, and Debo Samuel. Debo scoring points these days? Every once in a while. Hmm. Uh, Godwin's number one on my list here. Terry McLaurin's number four on my list here. Wow. Um, I man, that, it's tough. Do I have uh, another 49er or a Jag on this team? That might be the tiebreaker where, like, I, I – if I already have Ayuk or I already have Kittle or I already have CMC, maybe I would rather have Kirk. But if I already have ETN, I probably would rather have Debo um, because they're both on pretty good offensive teams. So maybe that's my one little like way I break the tie. Uh, yeah, Terry McLaren's last on my list. Uh, I, I don't mind swapping Debo straight for him right now, depending on the when Debo <laughs> will be playing again. But I don't think his injury is anything super long-term, so. It doesn't seem it, at least. No. But, yeah, I think Godwin's pretty easy, number one. What's yours yeah. here? My, my list is actually as red, which I tried to put it in alphabetical order, so it's never, like, that easy, but it, it's that easy for me. Chris Godwin's me is just the most talented player on this list, and mm -hmm. Baker's doing more than well enough to, to yeah. feed him. Of course, it's always worrying when a player goes six for 66, because that's just, ooh. But what reason they had him. Christian Kirk is next for me because he's scoring. I love the Jaguars offense. I wish it was Calvin Ridley, but it's not right now. But I'm in on that offense, and I've always liked Christian Kirk, so I'm there. Terry McLaurin next because I really like the player, but it's the Commanders. Yeah, And I'm just done with Debo. Like, I, I liked him before he went nuts and was the wide receiver three because then people expected that to be Debo Samuel and it's just not Debo Samuel that that will never be Debo Samuel. And he's barely a wide receiver too, if he even is at this point. So I just, I'm kind of done, which is why I will, I will overpass your rule of not wanting any manders on your team 
and still put Devo last because I would rather have anyone on the 49ers. I'd, I'd take Ray Ray McLeod at his cost over Devo at his cost. <laughs> that's uh that's a statement. I don't think Debo's got like I, I don't think he's terribly expensive anymore. So I mean I don't think a first and a second is like an outrageous price. I I would not pay a first for Debo. I've turned down multiple variations of first value for Debo in many leagues. You didn't hit anybody on the list that I thought you were going to list. I'm talking about when I go through the, the bad teams and I see Keenan Allen or Devonte Adams. Oh, because those are above. Those are all way above. Really? Even with their ages? Wow. Well, I would, I just meant like in terms of players on the list of Christian Kirk, like the Keenan and Devontae Adams over Christian Kirk so easily. Like it just wouldn't be worth putting them on the list with him. Like Keenan Allen's worth more in the calculator than Christian Kirk? Mm -hmm. Really? That actually is surprising to me. Or even if he isn't, I didn't put him on because I knew we would list him higher. That I could see. Which, I, I, I don't mean, think, honestly, I, I'll be honest, I don't remember anymore. But, like, it really is the Adams was like just above him, but I, I definitely Allen didn't. Below him. <laughs> I didn't put Keenan or Devontae Adams because I know both of us would easily put them above Kirk. Yeah. So, that those are the two that, like, I'm looking to see if they're on losing rosters. And yeah, for sure. Give them to me. I, I'll give you my first and probably second for them. And I want those points down the stretch. So. Yeah, and especially with Adams being on a little bit of a eh, streak, because he definitely has the ability to just go back to scoring forty points a game. Oh yeah, that squeaky wheel is going to get that grease eventually, and hopefully not from Brian Hoyer. Uh, okay, so tight ends again is back down to what do you what are you going to do to win? And if you want to win with a tight end, you go get Travis Kelsey. Yep. I am so happy on every team that I have Travis Kelsey or Mark Andrews. A lot of those have Kyle Pitts too. I've invested heavily in tight end in the last couple of years, we'll say. Yep. I, that is not surprising. Yeah. Kelsey is on most of my competing teams, either him or Evan Engram. I have no idea how I got so heavy I on Evan Engram. on him too, because he got real cheap. Yeah. Um, and did really well towards the end of the year. Okay. So in 0.75 premium, because that's pretty much all I play at this point. Travis Kelsey is back to being Travis Kelsey at seven and a half points per game over Mark Andrews, who is the number two in points per game. So he's at Kelsey's at 26.75 Mark Andrews, 19.11. What was Kelsey's 26.75? Jesus Christ. Like a full seven points above him. Yep. Which is funny because per week, like that's just, that's insane. You know, Travis Kelsey missed week one, come in week comes in week two and only puts up like 15 points, and everyone's like worried. But then it's 25, 16, 30, 28, and this week was like 45. So, like, yeah, Travis Kelsey is that dude. We we, we should not be surprised by that. Um, so I, I have two different pick scenarios. The first one is Are you asking if we give it for Travis Kelsey? Before you say it, the answer is yes. <laughs> Go on. An early first and a mid second. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, you always want to say I'm guaranteed not to be the one Oh one. Right. Yes. But, I, I, mean, I, I, I guess I should, uh, should say it every show because when I do say early first, we do not mean the one Oh one because yeah. that is on a different level. Like that if, is you, if you've been setting level, yourself that, up to get that one Oh one, don't go selling it. Oh, like, I have 
I have the 101 or 102 on not my teams. Like I've traded and got lucky, you know, to get, you know, someone else's really bad, well, very good pick because their team is very bad. But let's say you have something that's looking like the 103 or 104. Do you give that up in a random second for Travis Kelsey? Yeah, I mean, as long as I'm competing or I think I'm going to be competing next year, yes. As long as I literally did not just start some sort of a complete teardown rebuild where I'm looking at 2025 is when yeah. my window opens, the answer is yes. Yeah, I Honestly, yeah. Especially if it's not looking like the one or two, because like I want Caleb and Marvin Harrison Jr. on like every yeah. single team physically possible. But if I can get below that, like what I would do is I would trade that pick away and then try and see if I could throw a couple of extra points on that team that you know, the pick you just traded away somehow. Because why should they be losing if they don't have their pick? So yeah, I to get Kelsey, I don't care if I'm undefeated. I'm still trading for Kelsey. Yep, I just I I just traded for him in a league where I am in first. I have the most points. Uh, I had Puka Nakua on a one dollar four year contract. Yeah, you told me about that. Yeah, like it hurt me to give that up. This is, it's a salary cap league with two hundred dollar maximum. So like a one dollar minimum for four years, which is the maximum number of years. Like it's a golden contract. Yeah, I gave it to get Kelsey back just for this year. Go win. Because <laughs> like the only way I can make my lineup better, really, is by adding Travis Kelsey. So guess what? Yeah, I, Travis. Kelsey. Granted. He scored and went off this weekend. So did Puka. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, uh, well, through one week, it, it didn't it didn't help. Um, but like, I mean, adding Travis Kelsey to my lineup really makes me feel like I'm probably gonna get at least seven points more a week or so. Out of yeah, spot. What about a mid and a late first for Kelsey? Easily. Yeah, like that's not even a question. I mean, yeah. the early the early first is and whatever the second was. That's more of a question. Given two firsts for him, sure. Why not? Yep. Just I wanted to put that out there because I agree with you that (laughs) especially this year, an early first feels like it's much, much more than mid and late. All right. So clearly we're not going to bother doing tight end ranks. So what I did was I grabbed a lot of players of different positions in the same value area to see if you would give this player up to go get Travis Kelsey. AJ Brown or Travis Kelsey. Starting hard. Yeah, that one is a challenge. Um, man, I like AJ Brown. See, like you know, I think I think I would only because I I can find wide receiver points. I, I can find that. It'll be can, easier to find eighty percent of AJ Brown's points Curtis, in wide receiver than it would eighty percent of Kelsey's points in the tight end. Like, who would you rather play, Curtis Samuel and Travis Kelsey, or? I'm trying to think of a wire of a tight end that you could basically like almost pull off the waiver wire or be the bottom of the roster on and off the waiver wire the last two years. So who's like the wide receiver? Uh, no, David and Joko. Yeah. Would you, would you rather play David and Joko and AJ Brown or Curtis Samuel and Travis Kelsey? Like, I mean, that's probably what you're looking at. I would yeah. rather have Travis Kelsey because I can also find other wide receivers elsewhere like yeah and it's easier to go and trade and add points at your wide receiver slot unless you're adding travis kelsey it's tough to add points at your tight end spot yeah and also the reality of the situation is you'll get kelsey plus for aj brown but in the calculator they are just very close to each other 
Uh, what about Travis Etienne? Yeah, give me give me Travis Kelsey. And yeah, I, I, I say I, I that figured... as a massive fan of Etienne. So. Yeah, two touchdowns a week. I, I don't know what happened this week, but two touchdowns a week is hard to argue with. Uh, but what about Brees Hall? Easily. I like yeah. ETN more than Brees Hall. So, do you? Like, I'm a really big yeah. Brees Hall fan. So I know you are. Me, but the answer is still give me give me Travis Kelsey over a running back. What about CD Lamb? Uh, that's Kelsey. I mean, I like AJ Brown more than CD Lamb. So, okay. So, this is where it gets a little harder. Kyler Murray. Oh, okay. that's not hard. That's not not for me. Say, never mind. I forgot who I was talking to. <laughs> yeah, that's um, Kel- That's Kelsey in a heartbeat. <laughs> that's the easiest question you've asked me so far. <laughs> Dak Prescott. Yeah, it's still Kelsey. I guess okay. I should say, you know what? I don't even think it matters. I was going to say, do I have another quarterback to play? But I honestly don't even think it matters. Prescott's at like 15, 16 points per game. Yeah, I mean, I, that, I would rather have Kelsey less than Kelsey right now. I would rather have Kelsey and then just slot in. The Brian Hoyer uh, week. The, Forget that. Like, you know, like you, you, just you, don't play you, anyway. <laughs> like, I if I have Evan Engren on, on my team and I could trade Double Dak for for Kelsey, I throw metaphorically Engram into a, a, a flex spot and Kelsey in my tight. Like, I, I play both of them. All right, so I, here. I, I do have one super flex league where nobody would give me quarterback, and so I've just been playing one quarterback a week. But I've been doing well in it. Like and I'm like, oh, okay, you can actually do this. But it is because I have tight ends just like massively stacked up, and it's a tight end premium. It's a it's a league where uh, it's Travis May and I, and we, Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, Brian Hoyer is our starting quarterback. Gross. Like our single starting quarterback. All right, so I now we're, we're, we're six start, and one. We're gonna start talking about some youth here. Anthony Richardson. He's sitting on your IR. You're not getting any points this year. Season-ending shoulder surgery. Yeah. yeah, give me Kelsey. Nice. Now, maybe it. Anthony Richardson, maybe I just acquired him because it was the start of that teardown rebuild. In that case, no, I'm not flipping him then for Travis no. Kelsey. Let's say but, you <laughs> have you – know You're competing. You're, you're... Oh, if you're competing, the answer to everything is yes. But Garrett Wilson. Yes. Especially – I mean, if you're competing, yes. That would be so hard for me just because I love Garrett Wilson. Bryce Young. Yeah, I mean, unless he's the reason I'm competing, that okay. might be that might be where I question. Well, it's not like, CJ Stroud; like, it's Bryce Young. So, I oh like yes, you. yes, you said. I'm sorry, I was thinking backwards, um, which is why I, I corrected you. I appreciate that. Oh uh, yeah, that's Kelsey. Yeah, and, and this is why I did this because I knew Travis Kelsey was going to be the answer because he is the answer for all of this. So, if you're in a league that has, even if it doesn't have a premium, the answer is Travis Kelsey. But if you have any premium whatsoever, the answer is Travis Kelsey. But on yeah. that note, we are going to close the floor of Dynasty Wall Street. Russ Fisher at Dynasty Outhouse. John Bosch at John Bosch FF. Kane Fassell at Debbie underscore Kane. Ring the bell. We're at it. 